So, greetings and welcome to a special broadcast for the Seventh Sense and post the summer solstice here on the Southern Hemisphere and the great Saturn and Pluto conjunction. I wanted to take a moment before we tail out the end of the year, this revelatory year in 2020, and speak very much from the heart. So I want to begin by really, really opening the heart and offering the hopper nopper. And the more that you can recycle this as a mantra in your everyday life, I think the more you'll tune into being able to understand what's coming. Because what's coming is a wave, a massive oceanic wave that will either wash over you, engulf it, engulf you and it into a cohesive oneness and take you seamlessly through what is lying ahead in the future, or it will engulf you completely, drag you back in the wash, the backwash, so to speak, and spit you out the other end, fairly lifeless, feeling somewhat empty, even dead like a zombie. And I won't go into any more detail than that because this is really about trying to understand the bigger picture of the largest smokescreen and or Fugazi ever unleashed on the human populace, the banner of the CV9 or the COVID-19 global pandemic, which is now reaching in its second and in some cases its third wave, uh, a ridiculously expansive penetration of the human mindset. So I want to begin by breathing in the I am. And exhaling the we are. And breathing in satisfaction. And exhaling gratitude. And tapping the heart with the left hand, simply repeat, I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, Thank you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And if you can continue to try to draw that mantra, that beautiful 
heartfelt six heart virtues illuminated mantra while you're immersing yourself in the expression of what's before you today. You'll hear in the background the healing tones. Some call them solfeggio tones, some call them binaural expressions, but at the end of the day, the, the human mindset, the quantum or morphic field is made up of various interlacing and or interlocking frequency bands. These frequency bands ultimately have a nurturing and or nourishing and stabilizing impact on the human cellular system. That's what we're going to try to do today. Let's explode the myth about CV9. Let's really delve deep and look at the really big, broader picture. And then let's use these tones in an everyday capacity to heal ourselves and to prepare ourselves for ultimately what's coming. Because as I said, what's coming is the wave. Let's discuss the wave in context to this 2000 year Saturn and Jupiter conjunction heralded by the summer and winter solstices, depending on what part of the world you're in. We've been in what is known as the age of Pisces. The Piscean energy has been predominantly about what is known as a convergent medium, general consensus. Let's lay down a certain set of defined rules and adhere and or follow them as stated by government edicts, dogmas, doctrines, constitutions, etc., etc., etc. The list is as long as your arm and then some. And what Saturn and Jupiter are bringing forward is they're bringing forward the dissolving of that need to be available to consensus theory and or following a general consensus overall and into a more transpersonal journey that is based in reaching, achieving one's individual potential. That's where we're heading to realize that it's all important to be part of the larger collective consciousness, the higher, more expansive quantum expression, but it's really important to take care of things at home, in our own backyard, and very much in our own heart space. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. And at the end of this particular transmission, I'll perhaps discuss a little in detail about what I consider to be the expression of humanity 2.0 and the expression of love that goes with it. These are pretty powerful frequencies, I'll give you that. I can feel that the two hemispheres, the left and right hemispheres of my mind circuit are very much vibrating with the oscillating energy of these frequency bands. But you will get used to it. 
because I'm making sure that this is a very virile and a very heartfelt and heart-driven transmission to really anchor the oneness that we all desperately seek in our lives today. I'm going to preface this whole discussion now with one very important insight. And that is the lack of courage. Where is the courage, I ask you? Where is humanity's courage to step into its own illuminated and or sovereign power and hold space for self? That's the only thing that feels really out of balance, out of kilter within the framework of this very new, neutrally balanced energy that most of us should be feeling in our heart space. Courage defines who we are because it is based in the age old sciences of worthiness and worthiness is the expression of valor. Valor is what drove our great protagonists through the annals of history to rise to the challenges and rise above their misfortunes and rise above their misgivings to become these true eternal and sentient beings that led the charge against inequity. Because there are always going to be heinous, insidious and anomalous agendas where certain individuals, splinter groups and fractalized aspects of societal expression will play its part. It has its role. But truly, when is enough enough? And that's the courage that I'm asking every single man, woman and child out there, every living soul embodied on planet Earth to rise into their power and to recognize that we have the same capacities and the same capabilities as the creator. There is nothing that we are incapable of achieving and or experiencing in any given moment while our singularity is being bombarded by multiple aspects of self and our self-authorization, our true journey, our linear journey in this case on planet Earth. So let's look at the bigger picture because that's really what we're getting down to here is the bigger picture. People who I hold in high esteem, people that I consider to be part of my global and or universal tribe have told me time and time again that to solve a crime, follow the money and look for motive, means and opportunity. Global domination has long been a core driving motive, more important than money to the folks at the top of the pyramid who can print or take your money. This is your life 
essence, if you like, the driving feature that you've been conditioned to believe paints your everyday existence. Now, Bill Gates, George Soros, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the other usual suspects have the means to buy out, bribe, or threaten the key technology, pharmaceutical, and media companies, as well as the big regulatory agencies. So it makes sense to see if there is any evidence that they have been planning to create and seize the opportunity to inflict their mega crimes on the expanse of humanity. Let's just call it the CV9 multiple mutation that continues to compile upon itself. And I won't be getting into the esoteric understanding of the medical sides of things um, and, and how the actual protein receptor is affected, infected, and ultimately altered. I want to talk more about the theory behind the agenda. So most of us know that they're calling this a global pandemic with hundreds of thousands of deaths and it concerns all of us. But I think what should concern us most is what really and truly lies behind it. My life's experience has made me very wary of taking the statements of the mainstream media, the government, the globalists and the pharmaceuticals at face value. It's encouraged me to look to see how we might be being duped. The veil of deception lowered across our line of sight, our immediate periphery, into serving their agenda of increasing control over people's lives. And I think we need to swim upstream into the common assumptions to discover what is really going on. So like most people who have actually looked somewhat deeply into conspiracies and all conspiracy theories in the past and present, I consider myself to be more of a conspiracy analyst. I'm very aware that much of the destructive activity in the world is a result of very real conspiracies. So when we're confronted with news about the next scary threat, we can look through several lenses of perception. Perception allows us to define clearly what resonates, what harmonically resonates within our own heart space or what I like to refer to as the sovereign integral. Now we can panic and surrender ourselves to whatever dictates come down from the controllers as we saw with 9-11, the 2008 housing bubble collapse, Ebola, Zika, swine flu, SARS, etc. Or we can start looking diligently to discover as much truth as we can. 
So I've learned that as a first prerequisite for defending our singularity, that is our single potential and our loved ones is situational awareness. That is an accurate assessment of our surrounding reality. So at this point, I'll put in a, a disclaimer, which I stand by with conviction that everything that you have perceived through your lens to this moment is predominantly distorted until you have chosen to change it. Everything that you have perceived through the lens of this perception has been a distorted reflection of what's really going on. So wouldn't it make sense if the world, whole world were actually confronted with some deadly microbial threat to have televised public debates with experts from all different sciences and perspectives, but we really haven't seen that. Quite the opposite. The terrifying projections that justified this whole authoritarian takeover have failed to manifest leaving us in a rather mentally unstable state. These projections of fatalities were created by Gates-funded Neil Ferguson, one of the Imperial College of London, and the same guy whose UN-funded global warming models were used to try to justify and fund a complete one-world government. Those two were outrageously overstated, but still served to scare people almost enough to accomplish their intended goal of creating a tax base from which to fund an all-powerful global authority. Now, one thing a lot of us who are disseminating and or distributing um, important supportive information that assists the collective have had our content censored. I've had videos inadvertently removed from YouTube from no reason. I've had certain things from websites struck from the record. I also was recently approached to be offered my own Wikipedia page, but with a great deal of stringency as to what may or may not be represented. So I chose instead to say no. I don't see it as a profession of the truth. Therefore, I don't want a watered down version that is going to confuse or mislead people. There's more than that, enough of that as it is, as I attest here and stand in high, resilient, conscious value today. So we've seen outright censorship of tens of thousands of reputable medical experts and other investigators if they disagree with the establishment dogma handed down by the World Health Organization. And let's call that for what it is. WHO. WHO. The WHO. The WHO, the where, the why and the what predominantly encompass the mandate of the WHO the World Health Organization. The Centers for Disease Control 
Gavi, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, Big Pharma, and some of the big banks. Alerts are coming from across the world, say Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano warns the purpose of the Great Reset is the imposition of a health dictatorship. With a health passport, a digital ID, contact tracing and detention camps. This is the individual that has also helped unmask cover-ups of child sexual abuse, human trafficking within the framework of the Vatican. The president of Ghana also offered a public warning and quoted, these are large, well-funded, highly respected organizations in the international community. Why should we not go along with the expertise of such top level establishments? I'll tell you why. Because part and parcel of this very revelatory year in 2020 has been to recognize that for the bulk of this year, the planetary logos, that is the personality of the sky, has predominantly been in retrograde. And that means that the top-down authority that has pretty much been controlled, if you like, rolled out as the epitome of the patriarchy, has slowly been crumbling. And that has generated huge fear within the camps of those who attempt to continue to maintain this control agenda. Only now, as we came into the eclipse season, coming in October, into now the, the, the equinox, uh, the powerful 11-11 portal gate opening, the 12-12 portal gate openings, and of course, the most recent solstice that we all experienced less than 24 hours ago, which prompted me to get on here and remove all distractions and focus on delivering this particular insight and or dissertation. Only now are all the planets bar one direct. That is moving in a forward motion, continuing their journey to interact and reflect with one another in an effort to generate a clearer picture of what the future holds for all of humanity. The maverick planet of change, Uranus, is very much tied in with this Saturn, the father of curriculum, and Jupiter, the benefic planet of expansion and higher octaves of expression because it remains in retrograde. It continues to ask us to review and question and ultimately reconfigure everything we think about our lives today. So if we now put this into context as far as a control agenda that uses a somewhat negatively geared human holding pattern to be held in limbo 
while these planets were in retrograde and we were forced into this review process to go deep within and define for ourselves what was truly important in our lives and for those who we truly love and care for, it was the perfect opportunity to use that same universal energy to unleash this incredibly anomalous and insidious plan of population disintegration. It's like, let's shrink the population to a point where control is effortless and easy. And we'll do this by continuing to push the mandate of what is known as a new world order controlled by an elite few. Now, could you have even imagined nine months ago that virtually all of humanity with little questioning or resistance could be quarantined in their homes, their businesses destroyed, required to wear masks and pressured to fear and avoid one another? But that's exactly the dire predicament that called us all forward to stand in our sovereign power and respond with a dramatic response. It's not enough to make me or you and us the we are think that this is part of some giant agenda to take over the world. That's totally understandable, but we need to look deeper What does it mean to all of us to look deeper? There is so much manipulation of media, content, attention aggregation forced by social media algorithms that it continues to overwhelm us. It's an overbearing expression of holding people in a more lower vibration and the entire embodiment of lower vibration is to remain restrained in the prison consciousness now we could go into some historical references perhaps it may be worthy to kind of look at a hypothetical just to create a context to be able to move our ship forward. So let's imagine that recently I came into contact with somebody who is very uninformed, doesn't really want to expose themselves to the news and the media and the internet and the whole kind of online connectivity forced by a, an originally designed military application. So being more uninformed about all this and was saying to me that, that 
he couldn't imagine how the citizens of Germany could have missed what was really going on with Hitler's agenda for so long. And I basically came back and said, well, they were probably feeling the same sense of denial that we are right now. We are like the proverbial frog in the pot that is slowly being brought to a boil. And I mean slowly. It's a permeating. It's designed to soak into our cells. It's designed to recalibrate our cellular memory. Now, most American universities have become Marxist indoctrination camps. It's just fact. With young people mortgaging their lives to get trained to cheer their way into the ultimate subjugation that has consistently ended in poverty, imprisonment, torture, and mass slaughter, not to forget genocide. And the globalists have been very successful in taking over schools, governments, militaries, intelligence agencies, currencies, economies, media, entertainment, and so much more. Every facet of our waking life is infected and or affected by this agenda. They have suppressed truth-seeking media, new energy breakthroughs, medical cures, and natural agricultural alternatives. Because we cannot continue to rape and pillage our planet because she simply doesn't have the resources for us to do so. But however, there are some important items on the controllers necessary to do checklist, which they were not successful enough to gain control over. And that's really where I want to bring things into a genuine context. This is going to be our deeper dive into what is known as the still to do or the need to do checklist. Let's breathe that in for a moment. So destroy small businesses. Mega corporations stay open while small businesses and churches are shut down, further decimating the middle class. Collapse the economies of the US and other countries. This would eliminate the major obstacle to a one world government, hundreds of millions of armed and independent freedom lovers. The top billionaires in the US have vastly increased their wealth, while hundreds of millions of others are losing their incomes, businesses and homes. Big tech like Google, Amazon and Facebook have been suddenly and quietly buying up newly vacated office buildings in COVID and riot-torn cities like New York City. I mean, it boggles the mind. Distract people while printing trillion-dollar bailouts for the bankers, major corporations and states. The big US and European banks were all going bankrupt with trillions in derivatives debt. 
if you haven't seen the film with uh, Christian Bale, um, the short, I think it's called the money short or something like that. And anyway, it'll come to me later. Um, then I certainly urge you to do so because it really puts this in very much in perspective. So these big US and European banks were all going bankrupt with trillions in derivatives debt and they were being unable to raise interest rates, taxes or creating new wars, which are usually big bank rescue techniques. Enforce a cashless society. This would allow for total monitoring and digital control over everyone's resources. Government run cryptos rather than independent would only aid with this control strategy. Be careful of the crypto currency mandate. It isn't what it's cracked up to be. And like every other money market, investment market or financial market, it will ultimately crash benefiting those who have set the agenda in motion some 20 to 30 years ago. Censor dissidents, internets, books and films. This is the technocratic version of Orwell's Ministry of Truth and the Thought Police. Instigate civil unrest, turning up the flame on getting us to blame and fight with each other, just like all the Soros-funded colour revolutions around the world, Blackify and the like making it easier to justify martial law and paving the way for the Rothschild banking system and acquiescence to the new world order to happen in an incredibly easy and seamless way. Ban freedom demonstrations in countries everywhere, including places like Hong Kong, France and China. Stop Trump's vendetta against the deep state by hurting the economy, blaming him for COVID and forcing mail-in ballots that are most easily manipulated. We haven't seen the end of the final outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Force global vaccinations. The Gates, Gavi, Monsanto, Eugenics and Depopulation Cartel changing our RNA and DNA to turn humanity into a complete GMO species. Easier to control and ready to merge with or surrender to artificial intelligence, nanopod and a biotechnic robot technology. Will natural humans want to breed with GMOs? Will we need ID cards, RFID chips and the like to describe the state of our DNA? How long before no natural humans exist? Again, a great film on that with Clive Owen was, um, uh, and Juliana Moore, something about the last men or something along that line. But anyway, this will come clear as we go along. Getting RFID chips into everybody's body making us easier to track, to sicken 
and or to affect us emotionally using 5G ionosphere and sonic boom type microwave technologies with other EMF radiation anomalies. That's something I've spoken about in the past that turn your router off because it is being beamed at and it is an infecting signal that is going to trigger when the time is right, the already gestating organism that is CV9 in everybody's living cellular system. Every one of you have COVID-19. Every single one of us has it because it was released deliberately as airborne, but always refuted to be on the ground and controllable. Rapidly reduce the population without the real cause being apparent. A smaller population is easier to control with less competition for food because food and more importantly, water will become the currency of tomorrow. Money, that's why I said crypto and money and the financial institutions, they know that their days are numbered. Well and truly, there is no coming back from this. It's run its course. Impose UN Agenda 2130 and the Green New Deal. This is a really, really nasty piece of work. This is the so-called techno-communist plan fronted by the UN under the guise of environmentalism and sustainable development goals, including climate change. To control all populations, move most into cities and centrally manage the allotment of resources through the smart grid and the Chinese communist style social credit scores. You're going to be gauged on how well you tow the line. Unfuck the world while you can, because you only have a limited period of time to do so. Start watching social media for these little hints, these little breadcrumbs that will appear referring directly to what is known as a social credit score. Every person on planet Earth has predominantly between 250 and 500 data sets archived in a online data retention system. You think that you look down your so-called home wall, your feed, and it's information that you've chosen to be able to experience and or develop a deeper understanding with. It's beamed at you. And in within it are even larger control interests but you don't have the foresight or the clarity because of your compartmentalized hemisphere brain to be able to understand that reason and or logic and rationale has nothing to do with the agenda. Technocratic fascism is very much being rolled out as we speak in social media platforms.
So rather than an individual dictator or a so-called king or a president whose unjust authority people have come to recognize, the technological system itself that tracks us, restricts and rewards us will seem to be the source of authority. But behind this digital curtain will still be always hiding the fearful sociopathic wizards, perverted secret societies using lies and fake money, fake news, to dominate or destroy the rest of us. Justify and impose total surveillance from the skies, on the streets, on our computers, in our homes and our appliances, including our televisions, our tablets, our smartphones, will all become transmission receptors. The signal will be beamed out through satellite technology and we will become the human receptors, the antennae that will receive the transmissions exactly the way that they were intended. And this will take place through chipping with contact tracing, tracking and other forms of manipulative control. Let's talk about universal government and the control of healthcare. Isn't it already taking place? Pretty much. National government control of healthcare has already proven to be incompetent and coercive. Now the UN is pushing the global control of everyone's access to medical treatment. That is controlled medical treatment. All starting with injecting you with a nano-based technology bioengineered vaccine that will fuck your shit up. A one world government. The Paris Climate Accord, the Trans-Pacific Partnerships, the WEF's Great Reset, these are all deceptive smokescreen ruses to get the human species to fund, legalize, and submit to a one world totalitarian state. This is Machiavellian dictatorship rules already enforced at the highest and the entry level of human existence today. The tragic and lethal grand goal of the global domination agenda. GDA, market here because the only thing that will fight the GDA is your heart and being in your heart. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, forgive me, I love you, thank you. Repeat it without abandon. Now, maybe it's just coincidence and perhaps humans are inherently bad and need parental style control and rule. So perhaps now triggered in your synapses, you are realizing that under all of the deceptive veil of what you thought you believed, you are indeed and in fact 
a coincidence theorist. The virus is not natural. The economic collapse is not natural. The proposed vaccines are not natural. Forcing people to inject toxins is not natural nor moral. Assuming the authority to force people from their work and restrict their movement is neither natural nor moral. We are in a very dangerous moment globally, partly in relation to our health, but mostly in relation to the perpetrators of the global domination agenda using the CV9 false flag operation, this problem reaction solution scenario to leap over their intended goal line in their plan for complete species rule. From their perspective, it's how can we get complete control of the global systems with minimal resistance and before people wake up and realize what we're doing. It's not conjecture anymore, it's here. It's visceral, it's real time delivery. Now enough of us need to understand that this and take action. They will keep going unless they are stopped. We need to wake up to that agenda and not only say no, but to use the crisis to expose, obsolete and prosecute those who would rob us of our freedom, our resources and our very lives to fulfill their sick need to control everything and everyone on the Gaia. This is what they have been aiming toward. And it was warned to all of us nine years ago in certain releases of media The narration is, this is what the depopulation agenda looks like today. Note the toxic vaccines, irradiation, eradication and man-made pandemics. 30 years in the making. This is the Rothschild, Gates, Rockefeller, UN, CIA, WEF, CDC, WHO, globalist cartel, fulfilling a multi-decade plan to cover for the collapse of their indebted banks and take over the world before they are fully exposed, out of power and prosecuted. It's a last gasp of the cabal. And don't get me wrong, we have a Galactic Star Federation, we have Celestial Kin, reintegration taking place with our extraterrestrial family, but their interaction and their inter interception is going to be limited to last minute desperate scenarios. They want to see humanity take a stand, take to the streets, rip off their mask, the black box that projects their agenda. You project their agenda by wearing the black box projector on your mouth every day. Rip it off, dare to defy, 
I walk into public places without a mask. I am sneered upon. I am looked at as if I have no care, no respect, no appreciation of other people's fear. Why should I? I don't need to buy into other people's fear because fear or the epiphrine enzyme and or molecule is what they are instilling within the circulatory endocrine cardiovascular lymphatic system of our human body grid. But what I do notice sometimes is that someone then has the courage to take what they witness in that public space, go home and talk about it. I was at the supermarket today and there was an individual in there, business as usual, going about his life as if nothing had changed and with, with care and abandon. And I'm wondering if that's something I'm going to see a lot more of, because it is, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing how people are triggered to literally walking one step out of the bakery or one step out of the news agency or one step out of the bottle shop and ripping off their mask because the government or our state premier in this case has deemed it legal for you not to wear it when you're not in a close proximity public space. But we've all got to step into our sovereign power and hold space for ourselves. This is about us, the we are. This is not the I am. There's no more I am, please. The spiritual distortion surrounding I am my I am presence, blah, 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 is ridiculous. There's never been that. It's always been about the composite understanding that we are a reflection of each other. And any offenses that we draw against another, we draw against ourselves in the mirror of connectivity. That's what interdependence and interconnectivity is all about. Every plant, every tree, every rock, every pebble, every microbe, even items, consumer items that have been manufactured to serve us, to serve our agenda, has consciousness. Everything is conscious everything feels and we need to understand that everything has a right to exist including the pandemic the virus has a right to exist whether it's bioengineered whether it's a natural anomaly of nature itself emerging from the quantum field it has a right to exist. It does not have a right to affect or infect us. So let's go back to the beginning. 
solve a crime, follow the money and look for motive, means and opportunity. Global domination has been a core driving motive. More important than money to the folks at the top of the pyramid who can print or take your money, the means by which you exist. And that Bill Gates and George Soros and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the other usual suspects have the means by which to buy out, bribe or threaten the key technology, pharmaceutical and media companies, as well as the big regulatory agencies controlled by government. Let's look at some circumstantial evidence. June 2001, an exercise known as Dark Winter predicted many aspects of the government pandemic response that would later re-emerge in 2010. 2001, 2010, 2019, 2020. In 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation published a study on potential pandemic responses featuring one called Lockstep, which is nearly identical to the current global authoritarian shutdown. In the same year, Bill Gates announced the decade of the vaccine, 2010 to 2020. Gates is a second generation eugenicist in favor of drastic depopulation, who has spoken repeatedly in public of the positive roles of vaccines in reducing population. Gates, the CDC, the WHO and various big farmers were caught multiple times with hidden sterilants in vaccines they were promoting in Africa, Philippines, Mexico, India, and the list goes on. Gates was a major funder of the Swellboard Norway Organic Seed Vault while publishing, while publishing, while pushing GMO seeds on African and Indian farmers. Gates has been funding all stages of this vaccine agenda, planning, weaponization, manufacturing, vaccination, testing, tracing, tracking, chipping, the WHO, and all facets of the media. Gates was a partner along with the CDC, the WHO, and Big Pharma, Big Banks, and Johns Hopkins in creating Event 201. In October of 2019, this video recorded scenario rehearsal once again showed the detailed planning for a global lockdown, economic collapse, food shortages, civil unrest, and authoritarian overreach with the pandemic as its predominant driving excuse. Dr. David E. Martin's research exposes that the CDC started unlawfully patenting ownership of SARS COVID virus back in 2003. Fauci destroyed by Dr. 
Mick Mikovits's whistleblowing research into the virus and had her imprisoned for years on no charges. Why would they do that? She tells her story in the film Plandemic and in her books Plague and Plague of Corruption. Most of the research that I am bringing forward today for all of you is penned and drawn from Plandemic. Fauci has flip-flopped on masks, testing and lockdowns, depending on which way the political wind was blowing. The only thing he seemed certain about was in 2017, when he said in a public speech, Trump will see a surprise pandemic in his term. Was he psychic or already in the know? The UN has been striving to impose their Agenda 21 as a front for a one world communist style government. And is it coincidence that it was scheduled for completion right after the decade of the vaccine? Apparently it's running a little late, so it was renamed Agenda 2030. Governments worldwide have been shutting down promotion or use of hydrocloxic chloroquine which has proven itself effective for over 40 years with COVID type symptoms, but would compete with new multi-billion dollar big pharma innovations and preclude the need for global vaccination. The new lockdowns are based on cases, more tests and lead to more cases, more tests, which create more tests, more cases because the PCR tests are not only unreliable, but can be easily rigged by doing more than the recommended cycles. Most so-called infected persons have no symptoms at all. They are healthy and there is no evidence that they infect others whose immunity is not compromised. In a, black, in a classic bait and switch con, big media and big tech transitioned their bait of three social media, free social media, and switched it to comprehensive data mining, tracking, limiting reach of networks, and ultimately to pure censorship of any messages that go against the globalist narrative. Even it's from tens of thousands of reputable doctors, nurses, and scientists. COVID containment camps are now being created in many countries, starting with Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and the US, coordinated by FEMA. In the movie Thrive One, Gamble pointed out that these were not being refurbished in case of pandemic or social unrest. The CEO of Moderna sold all his stock immediately after a price surge based on government contracts for an as yet untested vaccine. If the caption, captain of the ship is bailing, what does it say for the rest of us? The CEO of Pfizer sold 62% of his stock in a similar scenario. Prior to the declaration of a pandemic, Klaus Schwab and his World Economic Forum had already prepared their Great Reset the detailed agenda for seizing control of the global economy, establishing medical tyranny and a one world government, along with vaccination, chipping and tracking of everyone everywhere. 
Global problems require global solutions, says Schwab. And he assures us by 2025, you'll own nothing and you'll still be happy. Now we have plenty of evidence of how the emerging authoritarians think and act when they think no one sees them. Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, London Breed, Steve Adler, Laurie Lightfoot, and many other dictatorial politicians have been caught hypocritically ignoring their own lockdown edicts. And that's just in the US. At the end of the day, it just doesn't seem to make sense. And the only way it makes sense is if one understands the agenda for global domination, then it becomes completely obvious. There is a wonderful diagram that really encompasses and or embodies what I've spoken about here in circumstantial evidence. And I'm just going to read, I can't show you, um, um, I can ultimately screen share for a moment. Let's have a quick look. Okay, so you'll all be seeing this now. And basically, this circumstantial evidence is that the Moderna or the CEO sells his shares, the COVID entertainment and containment camps emerge, big tech internet censorship, hydrochloroquine is born, CDC patents, SARS COVID, CDC who hide the sterilants, 2010 Rockefeller creates lockstep, the decade of the vaccine, Gates, eugenicist, depopulation, and Fauci, surprise, outbreak. So I do not personally know conclusively, but there is certainly a lot of compelling evidence that suggests us to consider the following facts. The army base at Fort Detrick, Maryland, was where so-called gain of function research was being carried out to create bioweapons based on COVID. It was closed in 2019 due to apparent safety breaches. The research continued in Wuhan, China, with 3.7 million in NIA funding directed there by Dr. Fauci. Dr. Paul Cotterell, who has studied the brain formatics of COVID-19, found at least four human modifications, genome inserts to make COVID more contagious and toxic to humans. There's always the excuse that we have to develop it in order to come up with an antidote or a vaccine in case someone else develops it. Nobel Prize winning virologist, Dr. Luke Montagnier, also went public saying COVID-19 was created in a lab with HIV. Another Harvard professor was arrested for secretly providing toxic materials and consulting with the Wuhan lab. 
toxic radiation like 5G seems to be one of the main sources of damage to our immune systems that renders us vulnerable to the corona contagion. Wuhan was the first of many cities in China to be completely covered with 5G radiation. Shortly before the outbreak, the Princess Line cruise ships that were quarantined with large numbers of COVID cases had boasted of their new 5G coverage throughout the ships. We recognise that there are plenty of COVID cases, including those with real symptoms, in regions where there is no 5G at all. But I do believe 5G is a significant contributing source of toxicity. However, which is what overwhelms our bodies and makes us susceptible to various illnesses, including CV9. The military world games were held in Wuhan in late 2019. The US team from Fort Detrick, usually solid performers, finished 35th behind teams like Iran, Finland and Slovenia. The team was lodged within walking distance of the open market with the same name as Ground Zero. The source of the viral spread, which occurred days after the team departed, were their selected soldiers inserted who were somehow engaged in starting the spread. Many participants got sick. Were they used to vector the contagion back to their respective countries? Now, I'm deeply sorry for the loss of all loved ones that people are experiencing on a global scale, just as I would be if they were dying from any other condition. That is the natural, compassionate reaction of humanity. We are inherently beautifully aligned, multidimensional beings. Now, the vast majority of the so-called COVID deaths are of individuals over the age of 65 and with pre-existing conditions. That's really important to understand. It's easy to take people out who are already sick and the aged and the infirmed are the perfect candidates to unleash this premeditated genocide. The overall death rates are down despite COVID and all the people who couldn't get needed, couldn't get it, needed care for other afflictions. I will say that the COVID-19 death rate without a vaccine is lower than the flu death rate with a vaccine. Let that boggle your mind for a moment. Breathe that one in. The COVID-19 death rate without a vaccine is lower than the flu death rate with a vaccine. Statistics on the spread of COVID are hugely inflated. In fact, most of it's rubbish. Now, what would that serve? Reports of overwhelmed hospitals turned out to be vastly exaggerated. Why? Hospitals have been dramatically financially incented, that is incentivized, to call virtually any death COVID. That means more money for the hospitals, but does that serve a larger agenda of padding the numbers? Absolutely. 
The PCR test used to establish case numbers is completely unreliable. For this purpose, even as attested by its inventor, even Fauci says it's useless if cycled over 35 times, and most tests are being done at 37 to 40 or more cycles. Why would anyone do that? The PCR tests don't even accurately reflect if a virus is present. What I'm suggesting here is that there is possibly no virus at all. As Dr. Robert Young and Dr. Tom Cowan explain, there appears to be an important corona effect, not a corona virus, an aftershock, if you like, once the 5G has rendered the protein receptor of the human cell open and available to receive the COVID transmission or infection. Koch and Rivers postulates set the standard for proving the existence of viruses. And this is what is now taught today in medical school, such as isolation, reproduction and infection. No virus, including Corona, has ever met the criteria in this image. The corona effect is a function of our immune systems excreting toxins from our cells in the forms of exosomes, the crown spheres. If we are overloaded with these, it damages our circulation, our breathing and general health. Slowing them off in vast numbers onto others who are also already overwhelmed gives the illusion that there is an infectious bug that wants to harm us. This dynamic can be weaponized. Dr. Young asks, if your goldfish is sick, do you first go to treat it with a vaccine or do you change the water? Louis Pasteur, the father of germ theory said on his deathbed, the germ is nothing. The terrain is everything. We need to clean the terrain of our interstitial fluids by clearing heavy metals, excess acid, stress, polluting air, food, water, and EMF radiation. Vaccines exasperate the toxic condition in our bodies and can be used to cull the herd for productive depopulation. The 1918 Spanish flu coincided with the first major blanketing of human populations with radio waves and toxic chemical testing on American soldiers. The Zika virus outbreak in Africa coincided with massive exposure to toxic glyphosate and DPT vaccination. In 68, the Hong Kong flu coincided with massive use of radar the aluminium oxide used in many vaccines can act as a receptive antenna that magnifies the destructive effects of radiation like 5G. These theories are important to consider and if global health were truly the objective, they would be part of the public discussion, not censored as they are. They certainly point to the importance of establishing and maintaining a healthy lifestyle as a critical part of our defense against COVID. And yet gyms, parks and beaches are closed as people are mandated to breath in their own 
CO2, which is known to make us sick. So we have taken what we have been told and adhered to it by wearing a mask, restricting our respiratory system from breathing freely and breathing in our own CO2, which makes us susceptible to attack. There doesn't need to be anything more said. I could shut down the video now and no one would be wiser for it. You are making yourself sick. CO2 in large quantities is a dangerous degenerative disease carrying expression. A disease carrying expression. And it's very real. The profit goes hand in hand with the control. Big Pharma is already raking in huge government contracts for untested vaccines. They want to get it wrong. And again, and again, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong, because the more money they can farm, the more that they can then plow into widening the net for the smokescreen. Now, a condition comparable to a serious flu is being used to generate fear and economic collapse to weaken and terrify the masses in preparation for total control. This is an upside down double speak. When we break out of what is known as the Orwellian mind control, the Orwellian mind control, George Orwell, I love him. It's suddenly obvious that a quarantine is actually house arrest. Social distancing is actually forced isolation. Mask wearing is seen by many experts and tests as not only useless, except as a symbol of our subjugation, but dangerous nonetheless as explained. The new normal is not a natural normal of healthy, sovereign and thriving individuals in voluntary communities, but a global technocratic, biological, medical, and political totalitarian police state. If this so-called pandemic that the billionaire globalists have been predicting, planning, penetrating and perpetrating from where what they say, why would they need to fabricate exaggerated and faulty models, use unreliable tests, exaggerate case numbers when the actual mortality rate is minuscule, pretend hospitals and medical ships were overwhelmed, censor off differing data and opinions. So what do you think is really going on? I heard a summary from a very reliable source and I am going to promote this now because it came to me through somebody that I hold very dear in my heart. And that is a individual known as the dark journalist. Look it up on YouTube, dark journalist, not going to go into who he is and what his agenda is and whatnot, but the information offered is really solid. 
it's robust and solid and it can be taken seriously and what this individual stated in a single equation was 1929 plus 1984 and 9-11 is 2020 orchestrated economic collapse 1929 and envisioned police state 1984 and false flag terror 9-11 equals covert 19 scandemic 2020 wake up you're smarter than this you owe it to yourself you owe it to your family you owe it to the people you care and you love to be the courageous individual that will clench his fist or her fist and say no more. Enough is enough. I'm not going to go into the night quietly. I certainly won't. I would rather go to prison. And I would be quite happy to do that in an effort to demonstrate the willingness because we don't die. Again, spirituality has really need to be redefined because it really operates in a very fearful state at the moment. And there is a huge split in the collective. But I'm not here to, to dispel or offer a defined viewpoint on spirituality. Many people can feel it. You should be feeling it. We're heading towards some sort of major conflict, a global civil war on our doorstep. But what are the sides? Is it left versus right, conservative versus liberal, east versus west, mask versus no mask, vaccine versus no vaccine, black versus white, male versus female, rich versus poor? Well, it's all of it. Every single bit of it is somewhat attached to the fear that is welling up within our human construct. These are the divide and conquer battles the elite want to dupe us into while they conceal the real battle in which they would vastly outnumbered and immediately defeated if humanity were sufficiently aware. And that is the struggle between those who want to be truly free and those who want to continue to steal our freedom from us. This is the real meaning of compliance. Now to put compliance and courage in the same sentence is gutsy stuff because we can fight against compliance with courage. But if courage is lacking, then compliance becomes a very easy to go to destination for most of us. This is like Germany in the 40s, the USSR in the 50s, and China in the 60s, except much worse. Because this is a global, and it includes surrendering not only our rights and freedom, but our very DNA and potentially our lives. If we lose this one, there is no one else to rescue us. No place to run, no place to hide. This is up to us, and the time to awaken and stand up for freedom 
is right now. Somewhere over the rainbow, bluebirds fly. So why can't you and I? The good news, somewhere over the rainbow bridge, we can all hold the 13 rays of the rainbow. I do it every single day of my life. I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled to have the ability and the capacity of the creator to hold space for self. So CV9 has made it very clear that humanity can connect globally and take action within a few days or weeks. Imagine if we are all connected around true freedom, a beneficial scientific breakthroughs and voluntary collaboration. I'll sum it up in one word or at least a hyphened word, co-creation respecting the co-creative capacity we have to force through the eye of the needle a new narrative, not a controlled narrative, a narrative that we control, that we set in motion. Now this is worldwide fraud and it's obvious for anyone who dares to think critically and connect the dots that people are questioning newly and waking up by the hundreds of millions to the control and fraud agenda for global domination, the new world order and the great human reset. But politicians and institutional leaders are needing to take public stands around issues like informed consent, health, freedom, mask choice, mandatory vaccine, authoritarian government edicts, lockdowns and truth media. Politicians and institutional leaders are needing to take public stands, which is dramatically revealing the authoritarians and their psychopathic drive for absolute control in every aspect of our lives. Fact. Since so-called viruses aren't alive, reproducing entities in the usual sense, they are very difficult to manipulate or weaponize for spreading and killing. This gives us a chance to awaken as a species and neutralize the sociopaths who history would show us will be coming next with vaccine deaths, internment and murder of dissidents. There is a healthy solution. Eliminate toxins like 5G, pollution, GMO pesticides, herbicides that poison our environment and our bodies, boost our immune systems with healthy food, clean air, water, get exercise and lower our stress, nurture more contact, purpose and generate real love 2.0 in our lives. We are needing to find our spines, find our friends in freedom and find how to ally successfully around true and ethical principles. People are growing and sharing food, finding alternative modes of child-centered education 
and forming local and virtual solution groups. The white hats in the US that are the true patriots and freedom lovers in the military and intelligent agencies are working hand in hand with the Asian Dragon Alliance, the wealthiest royal families in China, Japan, Indonesia, Philippines and Vietnam to oust the banking cabal and return to a multi-polar world based on honest, asset-backed currencies, ethical trade and environmental protection. Among these forces, they have the evidence, the intelligence, the money and the military force to accomplish this historic task and begin to set our world free. What can we do? Find the courage to step beyond our fear. This is for your grandchildren. This is for the future of our species. This is the battle for utopia or oblivion based on total subjugation to the corrupt and psychopathic authoritarians we call the deep state. It's very real. Share this video. I'll make a transcript. I'll do an audio that can be broadcast on radio. Just ask me for it. But above all, stand up to the mainstream. Shaming that keeps truth seekers in the closet. <coughs> Don't allow those who are truly and willingly open to putting their souls on the line for the greater good of humanity. Not now. Not now when we have crossed the rainbow bridge with this powerful Saturn and Jupiter conjunction. When Uranus goes direct, in mid-January of 2021, it will be the signal, the real signal, not the false flags that a lot of spiritualists have been going on about. Not a lot of the lightworking community and the constant reprogramming or recalibrating of the human cellular system. We've got a small window to rise to the challenge of cutting our cord of attachment to this fear-based indoctrination, the pandemic. Breathe in the I am. And exhale the we are. And breathe in satisfaction. 
and exhale gratitude. Say the hopper nopper. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And add to it with your heart truly open. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. And thank you for giving me the courage to stand up in my sovereign power and say no. I love you, I thank you, I'm sorry, and forgive me that I haven't had the courage to stand up in my sovereign power and say no. That's all you need to do, is recognize the intrinsic goodness that exists in every single one of us and emanate and radiate pure compassionate strength at the highest octave of self-expression to the harmonic resonance of our planet's multi-dimensional frequency bands to become one with the universe. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for opening your heart and your mind to the option of a real solution to a genuine problem. With love from my heart to all of your hearts. Om Shanti Om and Namaste. Go in peace and love yourself. Be aware, be open, be all-knowing at any given time. Thank you.